0: Bam! Good morning. This is Rob. Couch on Fire Podcast. You know the deal. I am solo. <laughs> um, Not Han Solo. Just podcasting solo today. Um, You know, I know recently we've had me doing a couple solo things. Well, you know, it's life. We're adults. We all have shit to do. I'm recording at 7 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I record at nighttime. But, you know, is what it is that's when you are passionate and you love something you just find ways to get content out there and i absolutely adore it um alex is still on business trips he's doing a lot at his job i mean the man's an engineer he's got to do a lot of different things i wish i was that intelligent love you alex buddy <laughs> um but yeah so he's doing that and then when he gets back he's gonna spend some time with his family um he will be back don't worry I know everyone out there is missing him. He's there. Um, and I do appreciate all the guest hosts that I've had over the last couple months that have stepped in and helped shoot the shit with me. I really do appreciate that, and I always do. Um, but, yeah, going to fly a little bit of solo. I wanted to talk about something that is very interesting. It's been on my mind for a while, but wanted to kind of dive right into it. But, you know, I don't know. But before I do that, I wanted to say... Thank you all for liking and sharing all the new listeners out there and I really do appreciate it you know this uh, this podcast was a passion that I've wanted for a long time. I know Alex really likes putting out content. I mean he would just be a DJ I mean don't shh, don't tell him I'm telling you guys this stuff because he'll get a little upset maybe I don't know but he used to have a great YouTube channel I, I think it was great. It's still lingering around. I know he put stuff to private, but eventually maybe he'll public again um so you know putting our two brains together we came up with this podcast and it's just great it's getting big i enjoy it um there's a community out there we're reaching out to the community getting a lot of feedback being on shows people being on our shows it's uh it's it's fun i really do enjoy it and um yeah i hope the best for everyone that's helped us out And if they want to do, you know, I had a we had a guest not that long. Well, I would say probably about six or seven months ago, um, and he's thinking about getting into the podcast himself. And I'm all for it, bud. You know, there's really no. It's not that there's competition out in the world, but there's definitely we we. It's a the community. It's big. Podcasting's big, but the community's small. If that makes sense, it's kind of like an oxymoron, you know. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast. But, no, everybody, we support each other, local business, basically, and uh, I love it. So, hopefully, uh, everybody supports local podcasts, small podcasts. I mean, nothing about the big podcasts. Those are cool. But I like supporting small podcasts. When I say small, I'm saying under, you know, ten 000 to 20,000 views a day kind of podcast. So... Anyway, I'm rambling on too much. Um, let's dive right into this shit. Okay, so what's been really on my mind? So just like everyone else in the world, um, well, maybe not everyone else in the world, I recently downloaded uh, HBO Now because I wanted to watch Game of Thrones. You know, it's the last season. I'll pay the fourteen ninety nine for two months to watch this uh, watch this show. So. um... As I was waiting every Sunday patiently to get be let down by these episodes, I've, you know, I was like, well, well, I have HBO. Let's just check it out. So you know, watching old shows, I used to watch like Oz and um, The Wire. I'm from Baltimore. Come on, The Wire's in my blood. You know, I was like, well, let me try these other shows. So I watched Ginobili great mini series. If you have HBO, you should just check that out. I did not see. Uh, I haven't seen um, True Detectives yet. I know that's on my list. But one thing that really intrigued me was this documentary. Um, it was actually on the radio station months ago when it actually came out. And they were talking about it and they were so disgruntled about it. I was like, man, I kinda wanna watch this even though I don't really care too much about the content. but I really wanna watch this because people are just talking about it and something crazy. So um, when I saw that it was on HBO, I didn't even know but when I was clicking through. I was like, oh my God, I gotta watch this. So I pulled my wife in. I was like, you need, we need to... I started watching watch about 10 minutes of it. I was like, Kristen, my wife like you need to get your ass in here and we need to watch this shit and so we sat down and we started watching this documentary so here it is N- leaving neverland i pause because i know people have heard this if you know you're around social media or know anything about this this is about michael jackson and a couple of his accusers i'll say accusers um you know, of uh sexual harassment. And the only reason why I say accused is because they were never you know, he was never really charged for this. But this documentary you will never listen to Michael Jackson music ever the same ever again. And it's and it's sad because, you know, his early stuff like in the eighties and earlier yeah, just earlier from like nineteen ninety and earlier, his stuff was just great. I mean I'm never really wasn't the hugest fan of uh, michael jackson growing up um enjoyed his music i mean i thought it was great and you know thriller was you know i loved horror movies which we'll get into another time too um but yeah it's just i don't know this documentary it kind of left a stain on me like i'm just baffled by this whole thing you should check it out i mean i would say this is a spoiler warning i'm not going to say too much there's some just graphic details like right off the bat this uh this man just like starts talking about how um you know Michael Jackson came to town he was a dancer he's like 6 or 7 years old and how he admires Michael Jackson I mean he's a you got to understand he's the king of pop so he was like the last real celebrity the person that everyone idolizes that he could commit murder and they're just like it's okay cuz he's Michael Jackson like he's just you know he just memorized like he's what is that word? I can't think of that word. Um, he's just, if it's out there, come on, give me a lifeline. Come on. Come on. Um, anyway, he's just so, he has an aura around him that that's just so enticing to people. But, um, yeah, I mean, he basically took this boy, you know, became friends with him. I mean, at that time, Michael was probably like in his early 20s, and he's over at a boy's house for, you know, that's six or seven. No, well, I think he was seven or eight years old. And he's hanging out with them. He's in his, you know, he's staying in his bedroom. They're playing video games. You know, he's just doing everything that, like, kids do, young teenagers, just hanging out. But he's an adult, more or less. I mean, he's over the age of 18. So he's an adult. And it's just weird that the parents just allow him to just hang out. In fact, in the very beginning, you learn he stayed pretty much in a regular home. Michael Jackson. Thriller, everything, stayed in a regular home with this boy and his parents, you know, slept in a different room at first, but then eventually slept in the same room with this boy because they were, like, best friends. And you can just only imagine what was going on and what got brought up. So I think, you know, not spoiling too much of it, um, because it's a long document. It's actually two parts. The first part is more of, like, how just about these two boys, how they, they fell in love michael jackson michael jackson was everything he was a mentor they cared so much for him they would lie for him they would do anything for him because they actually loved him and that's the thing that disturbed me the most because seeing them now talk about it like they it's like they don't it's like talking about an ex-boyfriend that just got away or like an ex-girlfriend that you know you miss or just got away like they were so passionate talking about him they're kind of scared even though he's dead they're just kind of scared that like when they're talking to him, they're like, man, you know, I miss him. Like, I care about them. you know. Oh, yeah, he touched my na area. So it's just like a weird, it's a weird thing, but it's, it's creepy because you can feel it the way they're talking about it. And I think that's what makes the documentary so good. So the first, first parts is just them, you know, telling their story about how they fell in love with them, how they used to do things, and how they would have sex, and all this weird stuff. Um, and so you're, you're just like, okay, these are accusers, but there's pictures there's documentation there's there's phone calls that you hear michael jackson leaving voicemails and stuff so there you start to believe well maybe this guy really did do some stuff because this is some weird things and then you, you start you know the second half the second part part two is more of like him getting in trouble with the law twice getting you know people accuse michael jackson like Using these boys because now they're teenagers and he's still, you know, doing sexual acts with them, but yet he has younger boys hanging out with him. And how Michael Jackson, it's just so weird. This, okay, so the first big main thing, if you grew up when I grew up, um, 80s, 90s, you know the whole Macaulay caulking thing. So I think in the early 2000s, the first time he got accused for molesting kids, he, the very next day, he calls. Uh, an actor up that he knows Macaulay Culkin said hey let's start hanging out and he said like, okay so they started they started hanging out and Macaulay Culkin's young and he didn't do anything with Macaulay because he needed He Michael's smart he needed that like that good like well I know this one boy is accusing me but these two other boys that I hung out with who are, are absolutely in love with him I think one of them has a, an engagement ring that Michael bought him yeah I said that, right? <laughs> and they um, he uh, they lied for him. They they're going to back him up and everything. And it's just so, it's just it's just crazy. But yeah, he, got, he was smart. He got Macaulay Culkin on his side. He got the parents of the kids that he's been molesting that won't tell their parents everything on their side. So he got away scot-free. Then he started doing it again. I mean, there was one thing. All right, so this is going to get kind of graphic. There's one thing I'm going to say. It's not really too much in detail, but... One of the boys, when he was older, probably like 14 or 15 years old, um, he did something with Michael that he no- normally doesn't really do too much. But Michael was under investigation again. And he, um, he called this boy up because he was hanging out with him the night before. And he called him and said, um, I'm, I'm, no exaggerations. This is what he said. This is exactly what the documentary let us listen to his own voicemail he says well you need to hide those bloody underwears from last night because the police are doing some stuff that's all I'm gonna say so this boy had to throw his underwear away because I think honestly I think he was younger I think he was like 12 or 13 years are just messing me up just know all these kids are young but that's just so disturbing. You just hear Michael say things. It's just it's just weird, because you just don't know. He was always a mysterious character for me, because I didn't really know too much about him. I know his music, but and I hear things about his personal life. Um, he faked marriages. Well, he got really mar- he got really married, and he really did have sex with um, women to have kids, just to throw off the scent. If you know, if you want to say it like that. So there's some weird stuff, but leaving Neverland, it is such a weird documentary. You should watch it. It's crazy. I mean, and at the very end of the thing to do a meet and greet with Oprah. Oprah sits down and they want to know like, okay, well, why are these people coming out now? You know, Michael Jackson's dead. He can't defend himself. So why the fuck are they coming out now? She doesn't say that she doesn't say that until the very end. But she interviews them, they talk about pretty much everything, and one of them you know actually became a little famous um... and the other one just kinda is normal but you can look at them. one of them's more angry at the situation like i really wish i would have came out earlier but i didn't and the other one is so disgruntled that you can just tell that he still loves michael jackson and he doesn't want to you know he didn't want to come out but he knew that what the other guy came out and they were doing th- things around the same time so it's just it was just weird it's creepy because, like I said, one of them is just so angry at the situation. And both of them are not really messed up. They're both married. They both, you know, I think the other – the one that I think – I I don't want to drop names. You have to – I want you to watch it. But the one guy, he's very – he's just very upset because he, he just – you know, it's like losing someone you care about so much. But um, in the end, I'll tell you this, they said – they came out and they didn't make any money off this documentary. They don't want any money. They said anything that you know they, this this documentary makes will pay back the filmmakers, but then go all the charity to uh, um, people that've been sexual abuse and stuff. So and in fact, in the audience, they had nothing but people. They had some celebrities there. They had some football players there, baseball players there, and regular people that all been sexual abused as a child was there, and Oprah really talked to them, and, um, but they, he, she did ask them, she did, and they gave a good answer, and I'm not gonna tell you, because I'm gonna make you, I'm not even sponsored by them, but I wanna make you watch this, because you need to watch this, it's pretty fucking crazy, <laughs> but yeah, I was talking to a co-worker yesterday about it, so I wanted to, uh, you know, talk about it today, uh, I watched this a while ago, probably about a month ago, and it's still lingering on my mind, so, Check out Leaving Neverland on HBO. That is my review. It's a good documentary. If you break it down as a documentary. I think good documentary. I've been, you know, I'm in my 30s. So documentaries and stuff like that is just kind of falling into my blood. I'm in like a, yeah. But I, I feel like it's, it's a good documentary. Check it out. Um, and let me know how you how you feel about it how you did you like it did you get scared by it did it mess with you uh, you know oh what i was trying to say earlier a good documentary to me affects me it it makes me think even weeks later like man is that real was that like like that so this was kind of a uh, little review my review uh, i give it a good rating um it's just really messed up it really is but i think everyone's checking out so Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, another short podcast this week. We'll be back to our regular schedule program next week. Um, we got one more review of Game of Thrones coming out this week, the last review. And then I think uh, the little side stories, Afterburns, that I do with um, Griffin and some other people. We're going to be starting some cool things there. We're going to have some really cool guests on there. We're going to have some people that i haven't talked to in years that i'm excited to talk to again um and you know it's gonna be fun so stick around check it out thank you everyone for liking us sharing us and taking the time to listen yes i'm going on that spiel so that means it's time to go so (laughs) you guys have a great day thank you